You smoke pot? I have been past, yeah. And do you still smoke it? No. Did you drink? Do you drink? Uh, on occasion. Did you get drunk on Thanksgiving? Not drunk, no. Did you drink? I did drink that. Uh-huh. And I made a girl cry. You made a girl cry? Yeah. You were drunk? Uh, I wasn't drunk. <laughs> she was but, drunk on liberalism. <laughs> and, and, and were you drinking when you made her cry? Um, yeah. That's me. Isn't that mean? I didn't apologize. That you felt, did not? I felt... Uh, because you were yeah. drunk. No, I knew I was not supposed to apologize. Because all it was is, my friend was like, hey, you should talk about Trump. And then they just got upset. And then she started crying. She's like, uh, really? And then... Oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, an Asian girl? Asian girl, yeah. Oh. So you made another Asian cry? Yeah. We're going on in 10 seconds. Look out for this <laughs> And what were you drinking? 805. Uh, we started with apple cider. And... Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. This year is winding down, and it's amazing. So we were just having a conversation with the, the potheads and the, and the drunkens. <laughs> what did it feel like not to be high at all? What did that feel like? Oh, well, you're, you're in control. It feel like you're in control? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're more, you're more in control. And do you like being in control? Most of the time I do. And so why you get drunk then? Well, sometimes um, I feel like I'm strong enough to, to drink one, but then the same thing happens. I drink one, and then at, it's, it's like 12 at night, and I'm already drunk. Yeah, I start by, by midnight, you had an, oh, yeah, you're a drunk, more, yeah. and but you I, sleep out on the streets. No, I, I'll pass out wherever I'm at, but <laughs> it's usually not in the streets. Did you make a girl cry? No, no. I made she it happen. Did. I made a girl happen. bullied right? it. <laughs> so do you feel badly that you made her cry? Uh, not at all. If you had not been drunk, would you have been able to make her cry? Uh, she would have cried regardless. Oh. And I wasn't drunk. I just had a few beers. How many? Uh, maybe three. From, from eight until midnight? Oh, no. This was maybe around three till <clears throat> six until I felt it uncomfortable that I had to leave. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So you smoke pot too? Uh, I have in the past. Not, uh-huh. in, not recently. And, and the reason you haven't smoked lately because nobody offered you any? You know, not really, no. But I think it's part of just more wanting to be present and yeah. more present. Yeah. It's best to be present. Yep. Getting drunk and smoking pot makes you unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Do hemp make you high? Oh, I don't think so. Uh, no. It's not supposed to? I don't think it's supposed to. I have this hemp that someone sent me, and uh, a friend of mine keep begging for it. He's like, I want the hemp, but I'm not getting high. I said, but you are high. No, I'm not. Yeah. 
And we were riding in the car. He had just had some hemp. And he was like, oh, cool. The music was going, and he was just laid back. I said, look, you drunk. You high. He like, he no, was, I'm not. While he was driving? Yeah, I was driving. Oh, okay. I was... But I had some hemp, too. Oh. Honey. And it felt like I got high. <laughs> Does hemp make you high? You ever had hemp? You ever had it? You should try it. Let me know if it makes you high. <laughs> I got it in honey and and cream. Does it make you high, Ed? I don't use the term hemp. It you... sounds like something you make a rope out of. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know what hemp is. Cannabis, marijuana? It's is that what you're talking hemp, about? Right? What are you talking about? It's a name brand, right? Yeah, I think so. What, hemp is a name brand? No, yeah, hemp no, is a thing. Yeah, but it, it, it would take three tons of it to uh, make you high. It's just a uh, cousin of marijuana, so it physically looks like it. And anything you make out of it, you would have to consume like three tons to get high off of. So hemp is not to make you high. No, couldn't make what couldn't make you high no matter how much. What's the purpose? It's 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 a cousin of marijuana, but it's just something that that has it, it's. Um, it, it has apparently some uh, herbal medicinal quality to it, but it has no ability to to make you change your state of of. Uh, you want to try it again, Esteban? Today, see if you get high. <laughs> you want to try the honey? Yeah, I'll take some. <laughs> take- <laughs> if you want to give me some, yeah. Does it make you high? No, not at all. Oh yeah, right. Why you be grooving along there? Uh, it just stays good. Oh, all right. yeah, I want you to try it today. Okay. The only reason I don't use it because I don't want to smell like it. It smells real like it, it smells like marijuana, right? Why don't they take the odor out of it and just bring you the cream without the odor? Do you know? They they probably do. Uh, I, don't, I think I, they they may have even made it smell that way just because some people do think it's the same thing, but it's not. It's very strong. It came in a box, and then it's honey, and then a box of cream, and it just lights my room up like I'm having a a, a dope party. <laughs> Esteban, let me know today. Okay. You let me know. Uh, you want to try it? Yeah, I'll try it. Uh, I bet you will. <laughs> well, I don't want to, but I'll try it. <laughs> of course. I'm going to let you try the honey again. Okay, so number one is uh, George Bush died. The daddy Bush. Anybody care? You care that he aspired? And why do you care? I'm a Republican. You're a Republican? Yes. Do you remember when he was president? Yes, I do. You remember when Bush was president? Yes. The daddy? Yeah, the dad. The only thing I remember about him is read my lips. No more taxes. And then taxes went up. <laughs> So he lied. He he was one of the last presidents that was kind of really stoic and traditional and and very straight laced and well spoken. And he kind of did everything people expected the president to do. And then after that, everybody was either crooked or they didn't talk very well. Um, is he in hell or heaven? He seems to be a heaven kind of guy. You think he's in heaven? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You think he's with his wife? It, it would it would seem as much. He's but you ninety four years they... old. Ninety four. Ninety four, you said? 
He was 94 years old. His wife probably don't want him in heaven. He's probably a younger man in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to get along pretty good. I know, yeah. Yeah, so he inspired. And then we had the border rush. Anybody see that? Where the illegal alien was attacking the workers there. And the media tried to show this woman with some kids. I doubt if they were her own kids. And they tried to use that against. Do you guys, who don't want the wall up? Oh, everybody here want the wall. Okay, that's good. All right. Anybody have any questions for me? Oh, good. Let me start here and then I come here. You didn't answer the biblical question of the week, so I was wondering if you were going to get to uh, that. What today. was it? Um, do good people do bad things? Oh, yeah. Do good people do bad things? <laughs> no. You say no? Mm-mm. And why you say no? Um, because a good person wouldn't judge something with being good or bad. Do good people do bad things? Yes. I would say yes. You say yes? Sometimes. And why do you say yes? I say yes because um, we're sinful and uh, we can't always do everything right. Only God can do everything right. And so are you a sinful person? Yeah. Did you sin this morning? Uh, I don't think I don't not not that I can recall. Are you going to sin today? <laughs> I don't like to predict that I'm going to sin, but <laughs> I might raise my voice. I might yell. I might get angry. Um, do things. Do something that is not biblical. Amazing. And so you say yes. Good people do bad things, and you say they sin. Yes, that's correct. And so when God say we shouldn't sin, is He lying? He said you cannot sin when you're born again. You have to be perfect. Is God lying? Um, I believe we're working towards perfection. But, but he didn't we'll say never, that. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to pass the mic. Why? Is this your first time here? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, good. What's yep. your first name? Uh, my name is Debbie. Debbie, I'm glad you're here. Thank you very much. And so, as a Christian, you're still sinning. Correct. And so, when God said, you cannot sin if you're born again of him, is he lying? Where does it say that? In John. John, can you, can you read it? Yeah, I don't have one with me. Oh, okay. Joel, can you read it? Oh, Joel, I don't know the Bible. <laughs> Anybody have a Bible? You have a Bible? Yeah. It's First John chapter 3. And do you sin too? Yeah, I believe so. Let him have the mic back. And you, this is your first time? Absolutely. We're, so we're you, together. You're together? Yeah. You her husband? Husband, yeah. Oh, okay, you sin too? I think so. And you're a Christian? Yes. And have you sinned today? Um, I haven't, like, thought about it, but I think so. Oh. And well, how about this? If you got a parking ticket down in Venice Beach, is that breaking the law, or is that, is that, is that sinning? It's breaking the law, but it's not a sin. Okay. Got a parking ticket. Oh, you did? <laughs> I'm not surprised here in L.A. Um, what does it mean to sin? What kind of sin do you commit? Uh, it's a, a turning away from God. You turn away from him? Yeah, so when you have a choice, right, am I going to do what God would do, or am I going to do what I want? And I think that's a, a thing you struggle with, you know. Uh, I'm not ready to do what God wants. So Are you I a Christian? Sin. Yes. Are you, why did you become a Christian if you're not ready to do what God wants? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, 
because um, I had an experience of Jesus. You had one? A life-changing experience. And what, what was the change? The change was um, understanding uh, what real love is. And what is real love? Versus uh, real love is, is uh, this ability to give yourself away beyond uh, what, what you would do as just uh, a person in the world. So do you give Debbie all of you? Yes. You give her all you have? Yes, yes absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. Do you want it, Debbie? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> what do you do with it when he gives you all of it? Uh, let's see, I smile. Um, <laughs> I give him all of it back. <laughs> oh, you give it back to him. Ooh. Amazing. We're in a good place. Uh, it sounds like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it took a lot to get here. Uh, where are you from? So, uh, we're from Washington, D.C. area. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, welcome to L.A. Thank you. I'm glad you guys made it. Thank you. Uh, how many people believe that good people do bad things? And, and why do you believe it? What bad things do you do? Human nature. Um, I think just the, the, the normal things, getting angry when I shouldn't get angry, perhaps breaking a law, perhaps just doing something that isn't exactly the right thing to do because it seems like the only way to go forward in a given situation. It's, it's there. I don't know what to do, so I do something as opposed to nothing. Did you do something bad last night or today? Uh, I broke a few traffic laws. Today or last night? Both. Was this before you smoked the hemp or afterward? <laughs> <laughs> so you ran the light last night? No, no, no. Just uh, either speeding or illegal U-turns. Uh, I like illegal U-turns. Actually, I'm kind of. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. Yeah. Okay. So, so you believe good people do bad things? Uh, let's have a mic right here. Are you, so you say yes? Yes. Are you a Christian? Yes. And so do you do bad things? Yes. And what did you do bad today? I didn't do anything bad today. Uh, yesterday? Can't recall. Oh, I got upset. You got upset? Mm-hmm. At, at who? With Josh. You did? Mm-hmm. And, and And how did Josh deal with it? He actually recited the church, and he recited you, right and we on. got over it oh, you got within over it? a third of the time that we normally would have. Are you a Christian? Yes. And you still do bad things? Yes. I don't think the act of bad things is the issue. It's after it happens, how do you adjust? Oh. Do you learn from it, or do you continue doing the bad thing? What do you think about Did you find that scripture? I did. Uh, can you read it for me? First John, what? I'm sorry? Uh, three, I believe. Three? If a man says he sinned and he's of God, he's a liar and God is not in him. And now, little children, abide in me so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink from him in shame at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. Yeah, it's not quite what I'm looking for, but you're almost there. The Bible changed a lot. Do you believe it's possible to sin and be a Christian? Yes. I, again, it's it's how you handle it after it happens. How you handle your sin? Yeah. Did you how apologize you to Josh? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 
Interesting. Let me see who else believes that good people do bad things. You believe that? Uh, wait a minute. Is this your first time here? No. Okay. And so you do bad things? Yes. You do? Like what? Like argue with my husband in the car. <laughs> Is this your husband? Yes. So you argue with your husband in the car? Yes. And why? Because we had made a plan last night, and then he changed it this morning. And I tried, and I, and I said something, and it came out the wrong way, and I tried to take it back, but by then it was already too late. He argued back? Yeah. Okay. He told you how the cow ate the cabbage? Yeah. Oh, good. Was he mad? He was. Amazing. You can't be mad, husband. But you got mad at the end? Yeah, when we're going to run in circles and say, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Are you here? Can you hear me? <laughs> Can I say my side of the story? Uh, but did you I did go not... see your mother? Huh? Did you go visit? She's far away, and the plan is to go and, and, and forgive her big time. Yeah. But there are to. those moments where it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, you should forgive your mother. Then it won't come out anymore. I'm trying to get to Australia. Oh, yeah. The plan Amazing. is to go. It's the you first thing FaceTime or something? Say again? Do a FaceTime with your mother. You don't want it face-to-face? That is face-to-face. But face in the same room? Yeah, listen, I'll do it any way that... Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, at least you don't have to wait if you can see her on the film. I can do that. Yeah, it'll help. You believe that good people do bad things? Right here. Yes, I believe that. And do you do bad things? Yeah. If you're you, talking about sin, yeah. Are you a good person? Mm, I think so. <laughs> you are a good person? I think so. And what's good about you? Mm, I try to be a moral person. You try to be, but you're not really? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you believe good people do bad things? Why not? Because as soon as you do bad, you're a bad person. You're no longer a good person. Do you do bad things? Yes. You do? I don't consider myself a good person. You're not a good person? I wouldn't consider myself a good person. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. And then I'll respond. You you have that scripture? Okay, read it for me. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know why when I ask this question, people call it sin, right? Because I didn't ask if you sin or not. Do good people do bad things? And, uh, Joel, what do you say? Joel is my audio engineer. I say good people do not do bad things. Do not? Yeah. Do you do bad things? Yes. Are you a good person? No. What kind of bad things you do, Joel? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It could be anything, but I know that it happens sometimes. Sometimes you do bad things. Right. Did you do bad things this morning? No. You did not? No. Oh. What do you say, Ed? I think, I think good people do wrong things. I, I, think, they're, I think they have to figure stuff do out. Do they do bad things? I don't, I don't know. 
Are you a good person? No. You're not a good person. No. That's a shame, man. Yeah, it can be. Do your be. wife know you're not good? Oh, sure, sure. She's and got, she still she married you? She got it all figured out. Really? <laughs> Amazing. So let me just say, uh, good people do not do bad things. You can't do bad if you're good because you have no bad in you if you're a good person. And especially sin. Anyone who says that they sin is not of God. For this reason, Christ came that you might not sin. Sin is of your father, the devil. And God said, be perfect as he is perfect. And so you cannot sin if you are of God. And that's a horrible mistake that the Christians have made. And that's why Christianity is not working. Because they believe that you can sin and be a Christian. What's the purpose of being a Christian if you're still going to sin? You might well just stay a sinner. Why would you want to come to one God? This God that you're already with is not a good God, right? He's causing you to sin. And then you hear about the free God. And you're like, okay, I'll try that one. And you go to him and he's making you sin too. You might well stay with the one you have. It's like going from one bad relationship to another one. Do you agree, Debbie? I'm trying to think. I think it takes some pondering. I'm trying to figure that out. Who told you that you should sin as a Christian? I just don't believe that we're perfect. Um, But God said be perfect. Be ye perfect as your father. Does anybody here believe they're perfect? Apparently not all these sinners. <laughs> so, so we come from a tradition that would be salvation and sanctification. So the idea that you are saved by Christ and then he covered you while you're, you know, so it doesn't preclude that you could do sinful things. Um, but you're, you're on the path. You're, you're saved. You're going to heaven. But you're not perfect. But no imperfect person will enter the kingdom of heaven. But how, do you, how do you respond to um, the verse that, where the guy goes to Jesus and he says, Good teacher, uh, what do I need to do to, uh, to gain uh, eternal life? And he goes, Why are you calling me good? I'm not good. Only the Father in heaven is good. Right. Yeah. Um, so what he's saying is that he's not good, but the Father is in him okay. is good. And the same Father's in heaven is good. Because I, I guess I believe I'm covered by grace in the sense that I, I could say I'm sinless in the sense that God has me covered. And that I, I have faith in God. But can you have faith in God and Satan? No. Because if you're sinning, you're son of Satan. Satan is your daddy. Okay. Beta! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, What's the purpose of being sin, saved from sin if you're still sinning? What are you saved from? That's a good question. I think you're saved from yourself. And so if self is still sinning, is self saved? Uh, I guess not. And so what's the purpose then? Debbie doesn't want a man that sins. She wants a holy man. Yeah. Because if you sin, you're a slave. So, so what's, what's the, uh, 
How would you respond to the idea that, um, you know, you're unable to um, be perfect? Um, like, is that something you need to put effort into? Like, I'm working really hard to be perfect. Right. You know, no, or is don't it... put any effort into it okay, at all. Okay, that's where I agree with you. Yeah, if yeah. you put effort into it, you can't do it of yourself. No, you can't. You just have to be born again. Okay. Have you been born again? I believe I've been born again, yes. Of God? Yes. And you still sin? Yes. Well, so what? I don't know. I have to, I really have to think about what you're saying on that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you what sin, what is sin? I always thought it was uh, uh, turning away from God. No. No? Uh-uh. You already turned away from him when okay. you were a little child. Yes. You were born into it. Born, born fallen, yes. Yeah. Have you uh, confronted your mother yet? Absolutely. What did you say to her? Um, what did I say to her? I don't know. I don't know. You went to her? I went to her and said, um, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, the relationship is, is um, different than it was when I was uh, like a 20-something. But you don't remember what happened? What did she say? Um, she said she's really proud of me, and she understands the direction I've taken in my life as far as um, being uh, a Christian and, and living the life I live. And what was she proud of you of? Um, the, the, the fact that I have an opinion about how I live my life and that I'm free to lead my family and to be who I am. Does Debbie push you around? Um, she tries to. And does she secede? Not really. Sure. It's you got to take them on a case by case. <laughs> Do you push them around there, Debbie? You guys are in church. Do I have church. to answer that? So what? <laughs> Do I have to answer that? Uh, it'll be nice. <laughs> well, sometimes I make make plans, and we have to do it this way, my way. You have to do it your way. Mm-hmm. And does he do it your way? Uh, some of the times. Yeah. I think he wants to please me. He wants to please you, huh? He Which wanted... I respect that. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. We want to come back to you. Go ahead. Yeah. I just want to uh, 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 let you know that um, my daughter, Sarah, is probably going to watch this. And she's the one that introduced you into our family. Oh, good. Your daughter is looking for a real daddy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yes, ma'am. Way in the back. Yes. And then I'll tell you what sin is. Um. Could the ladies in the back come up front? All you guys in the back, will you sit on the front rows here? These MTCs for me. Come on down. They are reserved for you. This is so much fun. Isn't this fun? Yeah. You too, man. How long are you going to be in town? Just a couple days. Oh, okay. Right on. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, I wanted to ask you, how would you define then the sanctification process after one is born again? I don't even know what that means. Well, from what I understand, sanctification is the process of you becoming more like Christ, and it's a process that takes time for you to follow him and learn his ways. And Is that in the Bible? 
Oh, I someone told you that? Someone told me that. Oh, you got to stop believing. They lied to you. All right. So what is sin? It's, um, it's obeying, obeying the enemy, obeying the devil. And you obey the devil at times? Yes. You do? You like pushing your husband around? Yes. You like it? I don't like it, but, but you I push do him it. anyway? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, Shirley had her hand. Yes, sure. I kind of had the same question as she did. Like, does it take time to change? Because we don't know everything. Um, and when you when you see something about yourself, like if you have resentment or anger or what, and you see it, and you don't want to have it, like what do you what do you how do you change change that? Cause, Amazing. Do you sin, Cheryl? Yes. You still sin? Yes. Did you sin this morning? Yes. Uh oh. What'd you do? Uh I probably was uh angry in tra- not angry in traffic, was not Were you I, I drive kind of aggressively. So that means if you're in my way I just you know, like and that's probably and like you run over people. No, I don't run over anybody, thank uh, thank the Lord. Yeah. But no. you're like yelling, get out of the way. No, I don't I don't I don't I don't yell. I just kinda like go around them. You give them the finger. No. No. Uh, Aggressive. I mean, I I'm like you, I I think sin is not what people think it is. It's the resentment, it's the anger, it's all that stuff yeah. that is behind everything we do. That's the sin. It's not what we do. It's the motivation. So to answer the question, sin is judgment. Man or woman playing God. So whenever you hate yourself or you hate your wife or anyone, or you make a decision, then you are playing God. And it's a sin for you to be God. There's only one God. And so you're still listening to the devil. But when you cut that out by forgiving, God would take that away from you. And once you take it away, you can no longer do it. And it happened at the twinkling of an eye. It happened right away. Right away you're born again. And you don't need to know everything. You only need information as needed as you're moving through life. And the Holy Spirit will give you that. But sin is not uh, pornography or lying or cheating or all that stuff you've been told. Smoking pot. You're doing those things because of sin. But once you stop hating, then you have perfect peace. Then you won't want, you wouldn't want those things. Because you have perfect peace already. The only people who get high and get drunk are people who don't have perfect peace. So sin is hating. That makes sense? It does make sense. I totally get your, your like uh, I've, I've watched church before, right? And you'll ask somebody, "Do they smoke weed?" And they say yes, and then you say, "Well, don't stop. Just uh, be aware that you're smoking it." Yeah. So I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're aware, which is the mind of God, then you lose the appetite for it. Yes. But if you like getting high off of it, you know, even before you smoke it, you're like, uh, you, "Here's the paper for it, right? You're putting it in there." And then you're like, oh, God, I can't wait to hit this one. Oh, oh, it's going to be so good. And then you're all into it. (laughs) A fat one, too. 
Right. And, and you, and you think... You think, but if you're doing it and you're aware of yourself doing it, then you can overcome it. Well, then you start to see, like, is this really making me free? Right. And you realize, no, it's making me a slave. That's right. Yeah. That's no, right. I totally get that. Yeah. And so once you overcome that anger, you overcome the slave mentality. Right. Because now you have perfect peace. So you don't need anybody or anything to bring you peace. And that's a beautiful message. Yeah. And yeah. so all your old habits that you picked up start to fall away. And you're being made perfect in those situations. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense, Cheryl? Yes, I, yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say thank you. Yeah. So when you're driving on the freeway and somebody's in front of you, just slow down. You're fine. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And when you want to yell at your husband, don't do it. Take the pain of it and let your ego die. Then you can deal with it in the right way. That makes sense? Yeah. So stop yelling at him. Poor guy. <laughs> Jesse, is there one God? There's only one. When you only to, one true God. I hear you. I feel that. Yeah. Um, when people go to worship God or to talk about God, we're here today. Can we consider this a church? Yes. Okay. Um, part of the reason that we had an argument today was because my wife likes another church that we've gone to, um, and I respect the fact that she goes, wants to go to church, and wants to believe all the good, good, good that the book has and what the preachers say. But ever since I came here, things became clearer. Yes. Sometimes I go there, and the, and, the, and the long verses confuse me. They make me a little crazy. I get the... The fluorescent get lights get to, yeah, I feel like I get dizzy. Yeah. And um, when I came here, I didn't have that feeling. Yeah. And part of the reason that we had our argument uh, this morning was because we talked about it last night. And I said, look, if I feel good in the morning, um, I'll go with you then and I'll go to where I want to go afterwards, which was here. And uh, we started talking about it in the car. And I said, you know, I'm doing this for you more than for me. Isn't that wrong? Shouldn't you do it for you? You should do it because it's, it's the right thing to do. Right. You should do it for her or against her. You do what is right. For you. Yeah, period. Okay. Well, yeah. That, that's where the argument is. And then in 50 years, she'll come around. <laughs> Just before you die. Just before. <laughs> Insurance. Uh, <laughs> She's not going to come around right away. Right. It, my, my thing in the end is... We all go where we want to go for the right reasons, but can two people be together and worship at a different place or talk about the word at different places? No, because if she go to that other <clears throat> church, she's going to be learning the intellectual word, which, which is only going to feed me. her ego. Uh -huh. And here you're overcoming the intellect and you're feeding the soul only. And that, that's what feels better. Yeah, that is better. The, intellectual, the intellectualization yeah. uh, confuses people. And, That's right. Right? It, look how, I mean, Debbie believed that you could sin as a Christian because they said it at church. Because the preacher is sinning. And sin is not of God. And as long as you're doing the wrong thing, you're going to get wrong results. And I don't know why Christians don't want good results. You have to want that's why you switch over, because you want your life to be good. Not when you die, but now. Because when you die, there's no guarantee you're going to heaven. 
Most people are not going to heaven. Only God made that decision. And so when somebody died, you hear them say at church, oh, they went to heaven. It was so nice. They have no idea what they're talking about. It was just wishful thinking. Only God made the decision whether to let us in or not. But he'll let you into the kingdom of heaven right now if you overcome that spirit of anger. Why wait? That's right. You can have paradise right here on earth. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Let the anger go. That's all you have to do. And you'll wake up just like that. And your whole world will change. It's so amazing. But you got to let the anger go. And everything else will fall in place. Um, I saw a hand somewhere. Oh, quite a few. <laughs> let me go here first and then enjoy all of that, James. Uh, yes. Uh, you say when you do not know what to do, do nothing. Right. So I've been doing your silent prayer morning and night uh, for a few weeks now. And uh, I've been finding myself just like in my room alone, like not knowing what to do, doing nothing. <laughs> right. And I'm starting to get, get like, man, I want to do something. What do you want to do? I want to, you know, have a great life. And like, you know, uh, like, I, I know that you, you said, do like, what's in front of you to do? Yeah. I, I just like, I, I have this like, you know, man, I want to be used by God. I want to be doing something. Why do you want to be used by him? I, I don't not want to be used by God. Why do you want to be used by him? Because that's, that's where the life is, you know? I, How I do you know that? I mean, I just want to, you know, I want to feel like the presence of God. You know and why? Because, I mean? like, why would you not want to feel the presence of God? What does the presence of God feel like? I, 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 that's what I want, you know? Why do you want that, though? Because I want an amazing life. Oh. Yeah. But there is no feeling with that. It just is. Okay. And see, you've heard the Christians say, oh, I feel the Lord. Uh And the Lord is using me and all that crap, and you picked it up. And so you're waiting for something that's not going to happen. All right, so I'm chilling in my room doing nothing because I don't know what to do. Go to work. (laughs) I I, I do. You have a job? I do, yeah. Well, just get up and go to work. And then what? (laughs) Do your best at work. And And, be aware. And God's going to... And you find yes, absolutely, it's going to be amazing. Just do nothing, and God's going to do it. Go to work. Yeah, you have a real job. Yeah, go to work. Just be grateful at work. Treat that job as though it's your own business. Uh huh. And one thing will lead to another. Not in my time, but God's time. That's right. And there is no feeling to God. God is a dispassionate person. So if you're feeling something, that's a mama feeling. It's not a God feeling. Uh-huh. That's a woman's feeling. You want to feel like a woman? No. Huh? No. Well, then what are you waiting for? What I want is, I guess, you know, I feel like I'm wasting my life or wasting time doing nothing. Debbie, what do you say to him? 
I guess, God's timing. And um, if you're doing nothing, you're just lying around. I, I don't know what doing nothing means. Sometimes I God said I get bored. He's like, I'm bored. And then I say, boredom is good. And he'll repeat it because I've been teaching him that all his life, right? I know, God, that boredom is good. Boredom is good. It's beautiful to have nothing to do and just listen to the quietness of life. Mm-hmm. So I just be and God's going to make it happen? Yeah, but get up and go to work. <laughs> I do do that. But you say you sit in your room all day. No, I mean, not the days when I, I have work. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go and do work. But, you go to work, right? But the days that I have off, you know, I'm. I'll just, you know, I'm just chilling. You know, just doing what's nothing. Wrong, what's wrong with that? Nothing, I right. guess. So be I, still. So I. So I just. Uh, I guess that I have a preconceived notion that I should be doing more than yes. what's going on. That's right. And that's not absolutely. Right. It's a preconceived idea, and it's not good for you. And, a, and I have an opinion on how my life should be going. Yes. You have to die from all opinions. And accept what is without any resistance. Mm-hmm. And I find that my, my passions, my things that I want to do, like you said, they're like falling away. And they're becoming less important to me. Yeah, real men and women of God are not passionate people. Because you can feel passionate about something this minute, and the next minute you don't feel passionate about it. So you're like, oh, I want to change jobs now. I don't feel excited anymore. Or if you're married, you're like, I want a new wife. The old one, this one is old. <laughs> Remember yeah. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I used to change women all the time because they get old after a while. And so you want that passion. So you get a new one. And then when that runs out, you get another one. You don't want to, you want to be right. You don't want to be passionate. You want to overcome those feelings. So just do nothing and go to work. Yes. And God's going to do it. <laughs> yes. All right. You find it hard to believe? Uh, because I can't feel it or see it happening, it doesn't seem like it's happening. Don't even look for it. Don't even look for it. Right. It'll find you. You have to totally give up and just live. Absolutely live. And God's going to make a way. And see, your ego have you thinking there's something you need to be doing. And there's nothing I can do. And nothing you can do. You know nothing, and of yourself you can do nothing. All right. So lay down and die. (laughs) <laughs> all right all right uh yes joel is it possible to be a person who has truth but is a intellectual and then another person who is also an intellectual can understand what the other intellectual is saying because he has truth but the person who is not an intellectual doesn't understand it. Right. You see that you see that intellectual person is crazy. But is it possible that what the intellectual person is saying is true, but you just can't comprehend it because intellectual you're not people don't speak truth? Mm-hmm. Interesting. They only speak knowledge of what they learn. Interesting. 
Makes sense. You want to, that's why you want common sense. You want the Holy Spirit to guide you. Okay. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Uh, did you go saucer dancing? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see what, show us what you learned. You're not, you're not ready. You're not ready. He showed me this morning. <laughs> at the office, I said, let me see what you learned last night. So he got up and he did this. He said, <laughs> right? Is that right? Oh, four times, right? The, the bachata, four times to the left, four times to the left. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did this, right? Right. And he didn't like it because you have to switch partners. <laughs> you don't stay with the same person. Right. He's like, I didn't like that part. <laughs> yes, Joel. Okay. Yes, James. So uh, Dane is asking, after you have perfect peace, does it take time to drop the bad habits? Um, yeah. But I wouldn't be concerned about that anymore. They will fall away. Because now you have perfect peace, they will fall away. And uh, so I wouldn't put any thought into that. Um, That's a good question, though. Cool. Paddy McGill says, why aren't you Catholic? And he gave a super chat donation. Oh, that'd be nice. (laughs) Why I'm not Catholic? Right. Because Catholic people are crazy. (laughs) They do like Hail Mary, Mother of God, and then they go home. (laughs) And plus, they didn't have Catholic church on my plantation when I was growing up. They only had Baptist churches. And no Catholic. Yeah. And I went to a Catholic church once here in L.A. It was pretty scary. Because <laughs> they got all these things on the wall. All these statues and yeah. All over the place. So it feels really weird. So that's why I'm not Catholic. Plus, I don't like the Pope. Right. Uh, the Pope is a liberal. Mm-hmm. We have any Catholic here? Oh, you're not saying, huh? <laughs> yes, James. Best few tips for being productive. What? What are your best few tips for being productive? I'll make sure I do my prayer. Seek first in the kingdom of God in his right way. And all will be added. And through that, you'll live. Cool. Thank really, you. you have to, to know the world is to overcome the world. So you got to overcome the world. You really do. And overcome the world is a lot. You find yourself falling away from it without your effort at all. It's so amazing. Yes, ma'am. Is this fun or what? You got to die from the world. You got to be in it, but not of it. And ladies and gentlemen, when you have sex, it should be a three-minute thing. With the husband and wife, bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. It shouldn't be more than three or four minutes. Isn't that right, Debbie? (laughs) Other than that, it's worshiping. And women like to be worshipped. So don't worship her. And if she goes, oh, that went long enough. And good night, honey, I'm going to sleep. I'm telling you, 
<laughs> and if you're not trying to make babies, there's no reason for sex. The only reason for sex is if you try to make a baby. Are you having sex with your wife? You will be soon. Oh, you try to make a baby. Yeah, have a lot of babies. Every time she look around, she should be pregnant. <laughs> We're working on that. Especially white babies. We need white babies. <laughs> All right. I hear you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this is so much fun, huh? Um, I was oh okay. I was just gonna say that I relate to what he's saying because I've talked to you about this on separate occasions, like more than once. How do you get over that feeling of isolation? And like he said, when you're not at work or you're not doing, you know, things you need to do like grocery shopping, stuff like that. What do you do in those moments? Because you do feel restless and you almost feel like you are I don't want to say useless, but you don't feel like you're doing what you're here to do, whatever that is. And because no thoughts are coming in or because no guidance is really um, coming, you don't you get antsy and you want something to transpire because you have this desire to do these things, whatever they are, even though you don't know what they are yet. You and your know? question is, what do you do in those moments? Yeah, because sometimes it, it is so... You do nothing. But it can be so deafening sometimes yeah, that it moves die. you to, to do Take the pain. It's all ego. Mm. It has nothing to do with God at all. And Satan wants you busy so that the truth can't catch up with you. So he try to keep you busy. Call somebody up or read a book or play some music or something. Because he doesn't want the truth to catch up with you. And so he's trying to make you do something. And in those quiet moments where... Okay, this is what I'm struggling with. I don't know what is truth when it comes. Because you know how you say there's a voiceless voice? Yes. There are times where I feel that that is what I'm getting, but I'm not necessarily happy about what I'm seeing or what is being communicated to me because I feel like I'm doing work to get into a good place. So uh, it's hard to put into words, but it's like you get, uh, it's like maybe the, maybe the voice's voice kind of just moves you into realizing the type of person that you are and it doesn't feel good in that moment. I don't 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 know if I'm articulating that. that right. It's like, like if you're in that, like okay, like if you're by yourself, right, <laughs> for let's let's say three days or something, and your phone doesn't ring at all, yes, the voiceless voice is, or it could be something else, I don't know, but it tells you, oh, nobody cares. That's not nobody, the voice's voice nobody, telling you that. God okay, so would what never is, tell you that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, how do you distinguish? Because there, it's so quiet. Sometimes things do come in, and it's like what only do you from Satan. Because everything that God tells you is pure love. Uh, he's not going to tell you that at all. That's from Satan. Yeah. Or let's just say not that no one cares, but maybe. This is going to sound really sad, but what if what if it's just a realization that you are alone? That'd be nice. 
Or, <laughs> be like, Jesse, right come on. on. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, though. It's like. I mean, when I was in the fallen state, yeah. I couldn't stand being alone. I have to call somebody. And then after the conversation is over, I'm like, well, I wasted my time. You know, because you talk about nothing. <laughs> I'm like, why did I call you, right? Or I would go eat. And then I'd be so full, it made me sick. I'm like, why did I eat all that food? Uh, but if you don't do any of those things, you're being made free from them. Your ego would die. And you need to let it die. It's very relentless because I feel like it can change its face to make it look like it's something else talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's you have an idea of what ego is where people have a certain idea of what an egotistical person does or what egotistical thoughts are. Yeah. But like I said, if something creeps in, like what I said, oh, you're alone. That's more gentle. It's not so pompous like an egotistical thought typically is. But God's so, not going to tell you, oh, you alone. I mean, in a worldly way. It's like you actually, because I've had those thoughts recently. It's like, oh, crap, I'm actually alone. And when I say that, I mean it on a worldly level. You mean alone level. from a man? Like, just everything, really. It's like. Like nobody want to play with you? <laughs> like, okay, if you want to say men, I think that men want to play, but they want to play in the wrong way. So and it's like you shy away from way? that. No, that's the thing. It's like, if you don't play the game, you do become isolated. You know what I'm saying? Because. Do you need to have a man in your life? Well, you told me I have to find a husband, so yes. But don't find one, he'll find you. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he drops in when I'm like 75? <laughs> I wouldn't you know worry about that now. And that's the thing. Like, there is a part of me naturally that feels like, don't worry about it. And it yeah. is a very easy feeling. Yes. But like I said, then I start to think, oh, but wait, what if you wake up tomorrow and you want to have a kid? Or what if you wake up in five years and you want to have a kid? But that's Satan uh, you telling know. you all that junk. That's not from God. And Sarah was 99 and Abraham was 100. See, I mean, I want to live like after the kid is born, though. Like, I'm just I'm just saying I can't see being like because <laughs> I get what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But like I said, I resonated with what he's saying as far as not knowing what to do with these precious moments that you that you have, because you could be doing something else. And not really. I just I'm telling know. you, it's best to just be really just become a living being. That's all you need to do. But you've been trained to be that way. I can overcome. agree with that, yeah. Yeah. And so your ego has to overcome the training. I never imagined that I could be alone. But I'm so happy when I'm alone, I don't know what to do. I feel guilty sometimes. That's the thing. I'm, I'm struggling with it because while I like it, there are moments where I, I don't like it. So, so you, you want a man. I mean, it would be nice, but I don't just want... Anybody available? It, oh, Lord. <laughs> but I don't just want any man, and that's the thing. It's what like, kind of man you want? I want someone that encompasses, like, strength. And the biggest thing for me that I want from a person is knowing that I can be protected. And what I mean by that is in... Always, I want to be protected physically, financially, spiritually. I want, if I'm going off the deep end, and I think I told you this before, if I'm going off the deep end and you see that I'm just, you know, something's not right, I want that person to be sound enough to bring me back. Amazing. Like you said, I want someone that has that godlike 
presence. I want them to bring that to my life. But I don't know that men right now have that. No. All the men are beta males. And they're not even trying. Trying to be men? Yeah. Or trying to be beta? Well, they're... and. I, I think to be a beta, you don't even have to try that hard. But I think to be an alpha, you really do have to go within and and really accept what you're here for. Amazing. Instead of trying to be more like what is she doing wrong? Here, y'all lady behind you. She's gonna tell you what you're doing wrong. What is she doing wrong? Who me? Uh huh. Oh, she's gonna tell me. She's gonna tell you. Um, (laughs) what is she doing wrong? Um. I think maybe she's thinking about it too much. She's yes. she's longing for it so much that she's not allowing it to just happen. Absolutely. You're supposed to only seek the kingdom of God in his right way and all will be added. So all these ideas you just gave to me, you have to jump them. Because you're putting those things before God. He will take care of you. And once you find him... You have it all. But you cannot be wanting those things. Only want the kingdom of God. You should not be yearning or yearning for a man at all. I yearn for other things too. But you should not. <laughs> no, I know I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. And yeah. I, and the la- I'll just leave it at this. I did get a message yesterday. And what it said to me was that I need to actually let things go and just trust in God and, like, know that things will happen. Yeah, so stop looking for a man. But, again, I don't want to be in this place where I can't let do anything. Let God will be done and not yours. Oh, man. I'm telling you, he'll take care of you. Why is it so I'm so resistant. Wow, I can't. So I, I didn't know I was so resistant. Wow. Because you're in a fallen state. And you need to wake up. That's why it's hard to do it. You need to wake up. Amazing story. Let me take this young man first, and then you, and then there. All right? Then I have another question here. This is so good, but... You're only supposed to seek the kingdom of God. That's the only thing you're supposed to seek. Nothing else, nobody else, or nothing else. And then get up and go to work every day, be grateful, have a good attitude, and your life will just unfold. It really will. You got to let go of everything. You got to become dumb. Yes, sir. Um, Pertaining to you two. I've been listening. Um, I think the biggest thing when you're in those quiet moments, you don't know what to do. Um, you need to have faith. That's the biggest thing. That everything will be okay. Everything will come to you. Do you have faith? That is one I'm, of my I'm questions. I'm working on it. Um, do you but have I, faith? I think um, when you feel like you need to, oh, maybe I'll do this to get better or that, you need to be led by God, not by what you can think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have faith? Um, I used to. And you don't have it now? I'm working on it. And this is your first time here? Yeah. And what's your name? Steve. So, Steve, you have no faith. How are you working on it? What are you doing? I I know I need it. And so what are you doing to get it? Uh, Listening. You're listening? Yeah. 
to the same boy she's listening listen to myself listening to others you smoke pot no <laughs> <laughs> you stopped yeah i've only did it occasionally but i don't do it yeah anymore. you look like a pot smoker <laughs> <laughs> um the young man so steven do you have faith do i have faith yes yeah i do have faith you how do you know you have faith um I have faith that I believe everything will be okay, if that makes sense. <laughs> no. I don't? Oh. What is faith? Um, trusting in God that everything will be okay. Right. Yeah. And how do you trust? Let go of everything else. And are you doing that? Um, <laughs> here and there, a little bit at a time. You got rid of all your pot? Yeah. You don't have any at the house? No, I'm not I'm not big into that. Oh, okay. You drink? I have beers, yeah, occasionally. Uh, you got drunk over Thanksgiving? At yes, eight, I did. Was, yeah. see, at 8 o'clock in the evening, and you drink until 12. <laughs> right? Those heckies, yeah. <laughs> see there? You weren't the only one drunk. Uh, I wasn't drunk. Uh, oh. Yes, sir. Uh my opinion about learning how to go forward in anything is that if it's super simple, it's probably wrong. If it's super complicated, it's probably both of those things are going to lead you to the wrong place. You can't you can't just float on the surface of the ocean and hope something's going to happen. And you can't have an overcomplicated view or an overly um, I academic view of something. The Both simpler, no, the simpler it is, the better it is. Well, the problem is you can, you can get too simple. You can get, you can just, the, if you're far, if you're far too simple, I believe it leads you to the exact same place as being too complicated. No, it doesn't. Because it, there's, there's a, say for example. God's ways are very, very very simple. He just want you to be and everything else will be done for you. You'll find yourself, your life unfolded. But I, I feel that if, if simplicity was the only answer, then the only scripture in the Bible would be the scripture where Jesus goes to the garden to meditate. Why would we need any other scripture but that one if simplicity was the only thing that existed? Simply meditate and it will come to you. That's, that's all you need. You just need to know God's will. But that's what I'm saying. In order to know God's will, then you get into the complicated side of the world. You, no, you come out of it. Simplicity is on one side. I'm telling you, it's so simple. Even I don't have the words to express. Can you imagine just living a life, just being, just be? That's all he wants from you. Because the only purpose of you being on, on earth is for him to create love. And he creates love through human beings. And that's the only purpose. What I'm saying is, in practice, simplicity for a lot of people ends up meaning you are actually useless. And then over-complication means that you drive yourself nuts. There's a ground in between where you have enough knowledge to go forward, but enough peace not to go nuts. I don't know what you're talking about. You understand it, Debbie? You don't understand me either. Can I say something, Justin? Uh, you understand? Uh, is it what? What is what is he saying? I feel like the ego doesn't allow you to be simple. 
Yeah, you have to be real, very mama mia, Ola Sampa. Yeah, and um, I know this because I didn't want to set being simple because I thought simple was it was not good, and and I just wanted always to to have like a lot of like just be special. Like I wanted to feel special, and then um, this last weekend I helped my dad paint his house, and I told him dad to to paint it. We got to scrape all the old paint, so we need tools. And they told me just keep it simple. Yeah. Use the most simple stuff, and we ended up using a spatula, like uh, just uh, a hand spatula. Yep. And we stuck it to a pole. We put zip ties, tape, and we, we were able to, to scrape the whole, like the top parts of the house. And I wanted to do it complicated. I told him, you need different tools. We got to pressure wash it. We got to do this. And No. Yeah, he just said, keep it keep simple. Keep it simple. simple. Everything is simple. I'm telling you, everything. Life Life becomes simple when you... That's right. And it always works out. Uh, right here and then here. And somewhere over here, too. Okay. I, yes, think, I think what he means is uh, simple. You mean you're thinking about someone that's not doing anything in life and not working. Yeah, but it's kind of like... Is that what you mean? What I'm saying, it's, it, it would be kind of like trying to fix a car just with a hammer. And you say, okay, there's something wrong with my radiator. I'll hit it with the hammer. There's something wrong with my tire. I'll hit it with a hammer. That's not the answer. But then you don't necessarily need a thousand tools to work on it. You may be able to do it with a wrench and a screwdriver and a couple other tools. But if you are a simple person, you see to do that. You see what you need and you're using. Jesse, I wanted to ask you But then you again, that's a form of complication. No. You just have to show up. Right. Wait until you get there. Jesse, I have yes. a question. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I was, I like being alone. Like now that you know, it's for me. I find it more peaceful, and you know, I like just being in my thoughts, or you know, not in my thoughts, but you know, praying, doing the silent prayer, and all of that, being close to God. Um, I guess what I'm concerned about is that sometimes when I'm around too many people, I feel if they're not, if they don't have the same. I guess if they're worldly or whatnot, I kind of feel overwhelmed sometimes. So I, I find myself struggling with that. So how how do I overcome that? When you are not around like-minded people, yeah, or and you go home. It, you know when I'm when I go like to family members for holidays and stuff, and they're like really bored. <laughs> they want to talk about nothing. And I want to talk about real stuff. But they get mad at the real stuff. And so I'll just eat dinner and go home. Don't force it. That's all you do. Because you're going to end up arguing with them, and you don't want to argue. So just take your plate and go home. What about, like, let's say your friends that, like, view life differently, and they live life differently, and you're really close with them, and they, I guess don't feel like they can share with you certain things. I, I just, how do you deal with that? If you want to know something from them, you ask them about it. Yeah. You know, like, hey, do you walk on water? And they're like, you always talk about walking on water. <laughs> no, I don't walk on water. Do you? You say, yes, I walk on water, and I'm walking out of here. <laughs> Let them go. Yeah. Don't hold on to anything or anything. If it doesn't come easy, it's not yours. 
Okay. Yeah, don't force it. I totally understand what you mean, too. Yeah. Yeah, so don't force it. Just go home. Don't okay. argue with them because you don't want to convince them. Yeah. If they don't see it for themselves, they don't see it. Okay. It's so sweet this way, I'm telling you. But you've got to become a dispassionate person. And you can't make yourself become that way. It'll naturally happen. Uh, right here. And then right there. And then over here. Okay. Yeah, so going back to the uh, describing simplicity, I think the issue is that some people confuse that with doing actionable items, when in reality it's more of just having that inner peace, letting go of that anger, yeah. uh, have it, being mindful, just being mindful throughout the day that you're grateful for every little thing. And I'm curious of how many people in this room or people online, as the two people who actually brought up the, hey, I'm not comfortable when it's quiet, how many of us now realize that subconsciously we do that with either social media, getting on the phones, turning yeah. the TV on while you're cleaning? Like, really stop and think, when's the last time you're ever really quiet? And were you doing something subconsciously so you, you wouldn't allow yourself to That's be quiet? Right. But you don't even realize you're doing it. You need to be quiet. Be still and know the truth. And social media is in the way of that today. I have friends who live on the cell phone. They're like, uh, all day long, like, what are you looking at? They're walking down the road. Even James, my producer, I give him, I gave him the thank you all. He lived on the cell phone yeah, it, all day long. Yeah, there's some falsity, isn't there? It's, yeah. it's the new anti-social way to be social. So it's, yes. a, it's a fake way that tricks your brain, thinking that you're a part of people's lives, that you're interacting with in reality. You're creating your own narrative in your own head That's because right. what you post in social, in social media is not true. Like you don't really post. So you're, you're almost creating like an avatar of what you should be and you're interacting with all these other avatars and it's just so confusing. Uh, and it's what's just, the avatar? That's the person that doesn't know anything? No, it, it's, it's kind of describing making up a character. Oh, okay. Like when you are on social media. You is t- James you, an avatar? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. James, you're so. an avatar. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 just creating. It's a profile. Yeah, it's creating a it's creating oh, a character. Okay. So what you post online really isn't who you are. It's just what you want people to think you are. That's amazing. So we have a lot of fake people interacting. That's why it's not good to date online, because you're gonna find an avatar. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed that? Anybody here date online? You get to date. You done it? <laughs> they, they don't look like their pictures Beta. <laughs> so you find avatars, right? No, you know, I've done it without uh, online, so I've also approached, uh, you know, girls. But women. you've done it online. Yeah, I've done it, yeah. You, have you dated a woman from online? Yes. It's just, yeah, I don't make, I, I don't see, I disagree with that. I think that could just be another avenue. You could find somebody like that. If that's your sole, if you're hiding behind and a computer. And nobody online real with you. It's all the profile. Jesse. And what is your lady talking about? If, if you're hiding behind a computer because you're afraid to ask uh, girls out personally, I get that. That's not the way I am. But Sure. It, no, no, I, I, it's not. I don't believe okay, that. Okay, well. But why, why would you get... I wouldn't date no girl from online. You know she's lying if she's online. Or a guy from online. Yeah, but when you, but when you you're meet... You're supposed the, to be out and just living your life and let it happen. 
just run into them and it, can, it comes about. It can also happen that way too. Not right. online. Yes, can. My name is Debbie. I'm six foot tall. I like to ride horses. I'm nice. <laughs> and you get rid of she's nothing like that. I'm actually taller than that. <laughs> No, that's not good. I'm telling you, do not date online. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and all will be added. He'll put the right man or woman in your life. It'll be the right person. And you'll be together to death do your part. I'm telling you, we got to come back to simplicity. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> all right, I got to move a little faster here. Did you have your hand? You want to ask me something? The online dating app. No, 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 no. This is total deal. So we uh, have our differences there. But um, I just, I, I just wanted to say about the thing about being quiet or being still when you, when you feel that there's a party going on, or you know, I think that's a golden key because uh, I've had, you know, I live alone and I, I have plenty of those uh, instances where, you know, um, you don't just want to sit still. Some part of you wants to get up and, and, and do something or, or whatever. But when I Bear, bear them, like you say, when, when you allow them to, to, to pass. I do find that the, you know, the next day or whatever, there is more of a quietness there when you allow these things to, to, to just to pass. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's not like you, it's, it's allowing yourself to die. You can't make yourself die. You sort of allow yourself to die. Yeah, you cannot make yourself die. Nothing you can do to it. It's a spiritual death. All right? You're absolutely right. Is this before online dating or after? Are you still with the woman from online? No. Uh, see? No. no. Oh, amazing. But I'll, uh, I will take your advice regarding that into consideration. See, about first that. the kingdom of God. It'll be added. I'm telling you, it will happen. Whatever your heart desire is, you'll have it. And it'll be perfect. Um, let's see. Oh, Joel, I think I saw Joel. Jay, do you have anything for me? That's James from the Hate Report, and he fired Joel and Esteban. Yeah, the white man fired the blacks. He set it up that way. The show from the very beginning was called the Hate Report with Joel and Esteban, because he knew they were not going to last. <laughs> Go ahead, Joel. No, I just, the online dating thing, I realize anybody who goes online to try to find somebody, there is a form of desperation there. Yes. if you go online and you're, you, you type in the, your height and what you're interested in, da, 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 it's because you're not being patient enough to wait yes. for you to come. So you got to be crazy to go online for a date. Crazy to date in LA. <laughs> yeah, but especially if they're online. You date online, Joe? No. Have you ever dated online? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you have faith? Uh, yes. How do you know you have faith? Um, I don't know how I know I have faith. But, I, I mean, there's times where I have faith, and there's times also where I have doubts. So you have faith and doubt. Right. So you ride two horses. Right, but I think... <laughs> In some moments you, and I could be totally wrong, but in some moments I will be successful with having faith, but then I also catch myself doubting. So I don't, I don't necessarily think 
I'm riding two horses because they both are real to me. So you have faith and doubt. Right. Hermes, do you have faith? No. You have no faith. Don't go to him, Jeremiah. That's a waste of time. <laughs> your, your daddy don't have faith. And why don't you have faith, Hermes? You know, I'm realizing, I thought I had faith, but I'm realizing now that I don't have it. And why I don't catch you- myself like planning for the future and you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I know that's a sign of not having faith. Yeah. yeah. That's sad, man. Yeah, it is kind of sad. You date online? No. Uh, you no. will when Jeremiah leave? No. All right. You have faith? And how do you know you have faith? She said yes. I just do. I'm, I, I don't know how to explain it. I just have faith that everything will be okay, that God will provide. Okay. Yeah. Do you have faith and doubt? Um, I, I, I guess, yeah. I, I, sometimes there's doubt and you just... Go sit next to Joel. <laughs> That's the corner for faith and doubt. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Do you have faith? And then I'm coming here, ladies. Um, right here. I have acceptance. Do you have faith... I have acceptance. I'm not the author of the universe, and I don't have the responsibility to be. What does that mean? Yeah, I was thinking of what to say. In, in the presence of the Father, it's impossible to be lonely. I'm a little bit arrogant to be lonely. And if you're worried about what you have control over in the world, it's taking the position of the creator, the author. It's a little arrogant. And Do you have faith? Yes. When your wife was yelling at you yesterday, did you have faith? Yeah. That she would shut up? Eventually, I knew. You think, I believe she's going to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it hard to live with her when she's yelling like that? Uh, Impossible, yeah. Yeah. Did you find her online? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was just joking. (laughs) Do you want to put her back? No, I, I'll keep it. I'll keep this so one. So when you find somebody online and the application doesn't work, do you put them back online? <laughs> a failed application. Yeah, you can return as, as quick as you need to. Why did you go online to look for someone? I had to cut through. Just to, to cut through all of the pleasantries and the falsities and the dinners that cost, you know, 40 to 80 bucks and, and all that. Amazing. I had a list of questions that I had to have answered before I would waste a time or a dime. And, and she had already answered online? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we communicated a few times, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll invest more than 30 seconds, and I did, and I'm grateful that I did. Did you spend money on her? Eventually, yeah, quite a bit. Oh, man. <laughs> did you spend money online, too, to uh, get the date? No, if you do the trial, and then... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> wow. So what do it feel like being an on-date line? Well, someone said it earlier, and they're absolutely right. When you date online, it really does come from a, a point of desperation. Yeah. And you go through these really weird cycles where at first you're just, you're so optimistic, and you want to see everybody, and then you go back, and you're like, you know, it's screw these people. I'd only want to date people like this. And something, when we started, when I started online dating, it was way before I met before I met you, Jesse. So I didn't, I just thought that was a norm. Like that's just 
how the society we live in today. Yeah. And it, it finally hit me, and I just went ahead and I changed my profile. I got rid of all of that. Just, hey, this is the nice things about me. I just deleted everything, and I put, I am Iran in a blue state. That's it. And I was trying to see who would pick up that code. And he picked up. He picked it up. He was the only person who didn't write, hey, Did he have his pretty. American uniform on? <laughs> no, 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 no. He oh, wears his that. American uniform. It's great. Yeah. He didn't have that on? No, he didn't. But, but So he, what made you pick him online? He wrote a a long poem. And I remember when I read it, I was able to decipher that we had the same morals. We had the same values. So that's... It, it wasn't a we dated and then we started dating other people and we figured out. Once we met, it, it just clicked. Like, we were good. We have been inseparable ever since the day that we met. Amazing. Are you guys are married now? Yes. Oh, good. But okay. I, I don't advocate for, for online dating. I, yeah. Because when we started, it really was a place from desperation. That It is completely true. Yeah. We just lucked so out. Online people are desperate. Do you have faith? Yes. And how do you know you have faith? Uh, every time I pray, my answers, uh, my prayers are answered pretty much. And so when did the last time something happened? Three days ago. You prayed for something? Yeah. And you got it? Yeah. What did you ask for? Well, that's kind of personal, but... Uh, private? Just ask for help, like guidance. Did you go and forgive your mother? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, sh- She's in a loony bin now, so... She what? She's in a loony bin now, so... She's in a loony bin? Yeah. Oh, she's crazy? I mean, temporarily. Oh, uh, yeah. Make sure you leave her there. Yeah. Don't I, let her out. I don't know. It's, it's... Yeah. Yeah, you forgave her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine. All right. Uh, I'm glad to see you again. You came with them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, last week you were here. Uh, a couple weeks ago, yeah. Okay. That's good, man. Uh, yes, ma'am, over here. Amazing. And then we got to start winding it. Yeah, right here. Esteban, you have faith? A lot of faith. Let me ask Esteban. You have faith, Esteban, the other guy that got fired? Right here. Uh, sometimes they do. And sometimes you don't? Yeah. Sometimes you don't have faith? Yeah. So you ride two horses? I guess you can say that. And why sometimes you don't? Uh, I guess I feel fear. Of the future, of what could happen, and that's kind of when I fall into like not having faith when I uh, let the fear take over. But there is no future. That's a setup from the devil. You heard Hermes mention that sometimes you worry about the future. There is no future. Where is it? So you believe in that lie, huh? Yeah. Amazing. You, have you guys seen his commercial? Yes. We played on. Is he speaking too fast? He sounds like a Mexican on on his commercial. My yeah. name is Esteban. I work. <laughs> <laughs> I work for Simple Conditions. Simple Plumbing. Yeah, Simple Plumbing. Yeah, that's my website actually. SimplePlumbingLA.com. Yeah. All right. Yes, ma'am. You say you have a lot of faith? I do have a lot of faith. And how do you know? Because everything that I pray for and everything and all the times when I go against that and do what's worldly or what everybody else is doing, I fall flat. Sometimes you don't have faith? 
I mean, I guess so, because otherwise I wouldn't be following behind the way that other people do things. So, right. So sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. So you ride two horses. I don't know if I really ride two horses. I stay pretty consistent with my faith. All right, but, but you said sometimes you don't have it. I mean, it has happened to me in my life. Yeah. Because you get you get thrown in this life. And I think that everybody is having problems staying on track because we live in a world of a lot of miscommunication, hypocrisy, um, just conditions that 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 are not human and so you want to find some relief from that so you you do things that are not godly like what like you know what people are saying they you know you'll go out and drink you'll 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 you go out to, no i do not you stopped i never did oh you drink i might look like i have dreadlocks but i don't <laughs> smoke pot. do you drink you drink i do drink yeah you still drink and what do you drink I like a nice glass of wine. Oh, <laughs> that wine, one glass leads to two. It might. It yeah. might. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I know that I have a lot of faith. Do you believe you could be perfect? I don't think there is anything such as perfect. So is God lying when you tell us to be perfect? I don't know if God tells you to be perfect. Yeah, in First John, I believe it's three, right, Mark? First John three, he said, "Be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect." And I guess I was born perfect. Why is that? Because I'm born of God's image. You are? Yes. Okay. Did you have a... That's what I've been told. You think you believe that Jesus made the wine? I think that God made everything that's around us. Some of the guys tell me, Jesus made the weed, the pot from the earth. It is from the earth. Yeah. And so that's why they smoke it. Yeah, but the thing is, it's from the earth, but they're abusing it. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's Matthew 5.48. Oh, oh. can you read that? Yeah. yeah, find it for me, read it. Did you have a question for me? Um, no. Okay. I'm just listening. This is my first time. Oh, this is your first time? What's your name? My name is Bridget. Bridget, welcome. I'm glad you, you came. Are you Thank doing you. my silent prayer? You know what she said? She's gonna send. She's gonna send it to me. And I feel like okay. If you're saying, I really, I pray every day. Okay. You do the hoop and, and the hollering prayer thing. No, I do not. What it's do you silent pray for? Prayer. What do you pray for in private? Well, it's personal, but for clarity and to guide guide my actions, guide my thoughts, clear my mind. I pray for that every day. And I was led here. Okay. So maybe I'm going to get some more clarity yeah. from coming here. Make sure you do the silent prayer. All right. Yeah. Really, you want everything would be clear at all times. Right. It'll become clear for you. All right. I'm glad you're here. I am too. All right. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to <clears throat> talk a little bit, or I want to go back to kind of what they were talking about in the the lonely moments. Yeah. Is that like ego? Is that all ego driven? Yes. Like, are we like? Everything that we want, is that all coming from a place of ego? 100%. Okay. Because in reality, we know not what we want. We know not what to pray for. We can't change ourselves. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. So, yes, it's all ego. So, when I want to have a... Pre- oh, sorry. Okay. 
This is a really good question. So, like, when I want to have a pretty house or I want to have his room clean or things like that, is that all ego? Yes. How do you, <laughs> like, how do you get over that? How do you, like, so the, the, the solution to ego is forgiveness and letting go? Yes. But to then, know thyself. Then the results, like, will you get that, the results you want? More than you can even imagine. So if I don't tell my boyfriend to like, if I don't like nag, let's say I don't nag him to do something, will he eventually do it? Or yes. Or just stay undone? And the reason he's not doing it because you're his mother and he hates his mother because she did the same thing. So he's not doing it. He's rebelling against you. But if you leave him alone, he will do it. Same thing with kids. You know, you say, hey, clean your room up, Johnny. And they're like, all right, I will. Leave it alone. They'll go do it. But if you're nagging them to do it, do it now. You're not going to be able to ride the bus. <laughs> then they're less likely to do it. They start to rebel. Okay. Are you living with your boyfriend? Yes, we live as a family. That's your boyfriend? No, it's my son. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, no. So you're still living with your boyfriend? Yes, we are. Why? Um... I just have the faith that he'll come around and that we'll get married. No, it's not going to happen. Why marry the cow if you're getting the milk free? Well, the, 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 milk, the cow hasn't been given milk. <laughs> that's, that's been... He drank up all the milk already? <laughs> no, 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 I followed your advice. I said... You stopped giving the milk? Absolutely. Why don't you move out? I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to stay with him. I want us to be a family. I want us all to be you, together. Why not? Why? Because I have faith that it'll work, that it'll come together. You want it more than you want God. You made that first in your life. You're not going to get it. And even, even if you got it, it's not going to work out. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way and all to be added. You should have more respect for yourself than that. And never go after a man anyway. Women should not run after men. You're too young, you're too pretty to be putting up with this. Why do you want a man so badly? Is, is this your son? Yes. You had him? Yes. You had this boy? This is, yes. Well, then you need to set a better example for him. You call yourself would, a Christian, but you're not living that way. But I thought that living a good life is having the mom and the father and the son in the house. If you marry. Okay. God married them first, and then life began. And I'm not telling you not to date the man, but don't live there. Oh. And your son will learn from you by example. Don't be angry and don't live with him. If he had any respect for you, he would marry you. That makes sense? Yes. So why live there? Maybe convenience is like a big key of that. How's it convenience? Mm-hmm. It's convenient. In what way? In financially and like 
getting things together. Like, there's days you can pick up my son. There's days I, you know, do this. And, I mean, we work all together. All those are excuses. If you seek the kingdom of God in his right way, he'll make a way out of it. It'll be surprising. And you'll be a good example. And the love that's in you will be passed down to your son. Your son is going to look for a girl to do what you're doing. Move in. That make sense? Yes. It's just a hard thing, pill to swallow. It's what? It's a hard pill to swallow. Why you want this man so badly that you're willing to sacrifice evil for him? Maybe it's just the idea of the family. But it's not a family. He's not your husband. Yeah, but maybe it's the idea. The idea, I guess is what I'm well, saying. Well, you got to let go idea. It's an yeah. illusion. It's an illusion. But it's not real. You want the real thing. You don't want the yeah, illusion. I, do. I want the real thing. That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity. You want the real deal. You live in an illusion. And your son know that. It's not good for him. It's not good for you. And it's not good for your boyfriend. And he doesn't care about you anyway. If he cared about you, how long have you been living there? We've been together for 15 years. He doesn't care about you. You're easy. You're desperate. He wants a woman that's not desperate. You got to let your ego die and move away from the situation. Go live your life. Seek the kingdom of God in his right way. And live your life. Set the example for your son. And for yourself. That makes sense? Yeah. Why are you about to cry? <laughs> Is what? I guess I... <laughs> I don't know. I love his dad a lot. No, you don't. You hate his father. Because if you loved his father, you would set him free. You're imposing on him. And you're lying to yourself. Maybe that's why I cry. <laughs> the realization that maybe I'm lying to myself. You are. And you stand with this guy getting old, wasting your time. He's not going to marry you after 15 years. And if he should marry you, it's not going to work out. What's wrong with you, girl? <laughs> Tell her to move. Yeah, make him move. One of y'all got to go. What's wrong with you? You just want to control him. I don't think, I don't know. He doesn't want you. He does not want you. What it is, you have had sex with him, now you're addicted to that control. You got to let him go. Let me take you first and then you. Do you know her? Yeah. How you know her? Uh, <laughs> the bond of the brother. <laughs> oh, you know, you're the brother? The, I am the sister-in-law. Okay. Oh, man. So, I have a question um, in do regards. Do you agree that she should let him go? I do agree somewhat. I do. I do agree somewhat. But my question is, 
if there's love, and I do, you know, I'm looking in, I'm there. So there is love, genuine love on both sides. Why do you think so? Oh, because, I mean, me personally, I'm just going to go off personal experience. I told her I would have I would have been left a long time ago. Yeah. So for me to say this about her, I think it's love. I mean, that's just, I think it's love that no. they're holding on to one another. I mean, it could be it's hate. It's it could not be love. hate. It, it could be hate, but there is some love there. No. You know, because. If she loved him, she wouldn't be desperate. She would move on after 15 years. She would not have moved or, or, in with him. So my question is this then. If marriage was in place, what would have changed the situation 15 years? If they had gotten married before living together, Mm -hmm. it would be working out. What would be working? The relationship. He would be seeking the kingdom of God. He would set a better example for her. She wouldn't have to worry. It would be perfect. It would be working out. They would be overcoming situations together. Hmm. But he doesn't love her. And she doesn't love him. It could be that they don't love themselves. I mean, right, I don't know if don't. it's so much that they don't love each other. That's, yeah. that's kind of harsh. And maybe if you don't just, love yourself, you can't love your fellow man. You can, you can, I mean, there is self-doubt within myself, and I have children, but I love them. So I, I, I kind of have to back to differ here with that part. How old are your kids? Um, I have five. I have one that's 26, 23, 18, 17, and 12. Are they out on their own? Um. One of them is out on their own. Well, two of them is out on their own. All the old ones that are 18 and over need to be out on their own. And if you love them, you will set them free. Let's talk about this. (laughs) Will you set them free? I will. I am actually working towards that. As we, you were talking about it, I called my daughter before I got here. Did you guys look for a place? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, let them go. I'm working towards it. Let them suffer out there. I I agree. Yeah. That part I do And that's what love is. And if you've helped me get past those milestones to allow them to be free. Yeah, because they're not going to grow up at home with you. Yeah, they're not. I agree. Oh, good. And that's where she she needs to move, or he needs to move. Yeah, I think think separation is good, but if there's love, it'll come back together. That's right. I think so. I I agree with that. I've said it, but, you know. You're wasting your time. You really are. And you shouldn't be wanting a man anyway. Only want what's right. That's too desperate to be wanting him till you're willing to live with this guy for 15 years. Even God will let you end up on a scared row. Have you noticed that? He's not going to hold on to you. You have to come. Otherwise, he'll let you go. He'll try to warn you along the way. But if you don't listen, you're like, all right, go suffer and die. He'll let you become a homeless person. And he and Jesus sitting there having coffee and laughing about it. He's like, look how silly she is. Don't hold on to anybody. When your son turned 18, let him go. And make him work now to, so that that nature can grow. Otherwise, when he turned 18, he's going to be as lazy as they come. He's going to have all kinds of excuses not to work. And you're going to feel guilty and you'll hold on to him. He needs to go at 18. So he should be working already. 
around the house and earning his way so that nature can grow. All right? Are you making him work? Um, he does uh, chores. He has responsibilities. Yeah. Make him earn his way. Mm-hmm. And don't pay him oh. because you provided shelter, food, clothes, and everything for him. All right? And he appreciated it in the long run. Ain't it right, son? Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. See, he know. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so if you marry the wrong person, then you should separate from them. Everyone is that what you're who saying? has sex before marriage is marrying the wrong person. Okay. Because the moment you have sex, you lose all sight of the person you're with. Uh-huh. And you're willing to make up excuses, you end up with the wrong man. Or the man end up with the wrong lady. That's why you should get to know each other. And the only way you'll know each other is away from sex. Okay. And then you realize, wow, this is a nice wife or husband in your case. So you do believe in divorce then? Yes. Okay. Because it's not real anyway. It's not God bringing that together. It's sex bringing it together. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And then right here. Okay. If About you, the sex thing? Because these marriages that are together, they're not put together. God said, whatever he put together, let no man bring depart. But sex before marriage is from Satan. God is not putting that together. It's just two horny people getting together. And then it's not working out, so they make up excuses about it. Oh, he'll get better later. Oh, blah, 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 right? But whatever God put together, no one can depart it. Only death can depart it. So you got to stop having sex until marriage. You hear me? Are you going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound convincing. Are you going to stop? Yeah. You sure? Yes. When? Today. <laughs> Why do you need it? Uh, you don't. The only thing you need is food and water. So why do you do it? Um, hmm, good question. What? You don't need it. Right, so why do you do it? Because you want it. Why do you want it? Because it's something to do. It's just something to do, see? <laughs> well, I ain't got nothing to do. Might well have sex. <laughs> something to do. And the woman thinking that he loved me. No, it's just something to do. That's why when he finished, he want to go right to sleep. And she's like, hold me. And he's like, no. And then he lays his arms out on the bed and just let her lay her head there. And he's snoring. Stop it, man. Seek the kingdom of God and all to be added. All right? All right? You gonna, are you living with your girlfriend? Yeah. Why? Uh, Beta! <laughs> Why are you living with her? Uh, because we have a kid together. 
Wow. Yeah. How long have you been with her? For three years. And why haven't you married her? We're planning on it. Why haven't you married her? Oh, we're planning on it. Why haven't you married her after three because years? Because it's not, it's not the time. Well, you have a baby. Yeah. And it's not the time. No, I mean, we have, it's in place, we're going to. But what's holding you back? It, it doesn't take but a minute to get married. Um, I think I want to come back to God and uh, it, have, it, have my life straight and make sure I'm doing the right things. But you're not doing the right things. Exactly. Why don't you move out for a year and just date her with no sex? Because I want to be around my kid. Bring him over to visit. What's that? He can come visit, hang out with you. Yeah. Your kid needs to see you living right. How are you going to tell him about God when you're not doing the right thing yourself? Exactly. So can you move out for a year? We're planning on getting married. When? In February. Are you planning it or she is? No, we both are. Why are you involved in planning it? Why? Because Beta. I'm a part of it. <laughs> Why don't you just have a simple wedding? Exactly. It's not going to be nothing too extravagant. So you want to get married today? You want to bring it back and I'll do it for you? You can do it? Yeah. Right here in front of everybody. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So bring it next Sunday. Next Sunday? Yeah. Can I wear the same clothes? Or? Yeah. Okay. That's all you have? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you could wear it. White people don't dress up anyway. <laughs> so call Irma's to set it up, and we'll do it next Sunday right after church. Okay. All right? We have a deal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do it right, man. I prefer you to wait for one year and no sex so you can see if this is the woman you want to be with. Okay. Um, because you already weep with her, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she hates you already. She doesn't want a weak man. She wants a strong one. Right. That's what I want to be. Then you need to cut out the sex. Okay. For one year only. Okay. And just date her and get to know her. You probably wouldn't want to marry her. And she definitely wouldn't want you. No. Because well, women don't want weak men. That's up to God. Who? I said that's up to God. Well, it's up to her in this case. Oh, no. Why are you so weak with her? Um, what do you mean? Why are you so weak? As in not getting married yet or? We're just with her. Having said, you're not the head of your wife. Your child see you living out of order. Because of, uh, I let the world bring all of their things upon me and I adopted all of their yeah. ideas and... Um, ever since, you know, being a teenager, you let the wrong stuff influence you and you don't listen to your parents yeah. and, um, everything just starts to slowly de deteriorate. But then you realize that even in your weakest moment, you could become, um, the strongest you yeah. through God. So even if you're feeling weak, that's not the end. All of those experiences are good for you. Well, just move out and date her for one year before you marry her. No sex. So you can see if you like her and she'll see if she like you or not. You guys don't even know each other. And once you get married, all hell going to break loose. 
You ever see hell yet? And you're not ready for it. I'm ready for anything. You're ready for anything? Yeah. So are you ready to wait a year with no sex? That'll be the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were ready for anything. But, but I'm ready. <laughs> I have a question, and I'm not joking. Listen. Um, if I wait a year for that, is it okay to masturbate? <laughs> only if you have to. Okay, only if you have to. Yeah. If you have to, you hold off, hold off, hold off. And then if you find yourself, you know what, oh, this is so heavy. Just run in the bathroom and do it real fast. <laughs> Without an image at all. No imagery. <laughs> Are you a sex addict? Um, yeah, I like, I think I like it too much and yeah. it's, um, it can take over your life without you yeah. even realizing it. That's right. And they want to make you think things are okay. And it's not. And it's not. It's just, so. a, you're a drug user, except you use sex the way right. a, a person uses drugs or right. alcohol. I believe that, yeah. Yeah. You should not marry this woman in this condition. Am I right? right. Yeah. Yeah. See, that the ladies in town, because you don't love her. And, yeah, that's why I came here, because I feel like I'm not doing uh, everything right in my life. Yeah. So. So you need to move out. Or she need to move out. Okay, so what about next Sunday? You said bring her. And you. Well, um, well now we're going to wait a year. Now you want to wait a year. I recommend that, but if you want to do it, we can do it here next Sunday. Okay. All right, but I recommend you wait one year. Ed, do you recommend that? Yeah, because you are added to sex. And you're going to end up cheating on her anyway. Have you cheated already? Aren't all of us addicts to sex or no? Uh-huh. So have you cheated already? <laughs> <laughs> You've already cheated on her? I'm not a perfect person. Have you, <laughs> have you cheated already? And so would it? Yeah, I'd rather like talk to you and get counseling because that's why I came here. Oh, okay. Because I I need someone to lead me so I can lead them. Right. And then that's why I came here. Okay. Yeah. Well, you should set it up with Hermes and we'll talk. Okay. You're not in any condition to be a husband or a father. I'm, yeah. But we'll talk. Okay. All right. I'm glad you made it. Oh man. See, ladies? Then the lady with their hands up. What y'all want? <laughs> they all got their hands up in that corner. All right, and then I'll take you, okay? Okay, then we have to end. We're way over time. Yes? My ego has to interject because I'm not singling you out, but that's what we are up against because... What do you mean up against? This okay. I'll say for me, this—that's what I feel like I'm up against, and I don't know how to overcome that because what are you up against it. You have men that will do that. They want to procreate. They want to have sex. They want to invade your body, basically, and make you feel like something's wrong with you because you don't want to give that part of you to them. Right. There are way more people that feel that way than feel 
this way. Like, no, I don't want you to do that. Until that's why you seek the kingdom of God first, and a good man will be added unto you. And that's why I'm telling you it's a lonely path because but that's, that's there are okay. so many people that are not okay with that, or they've already made those mistakes and they have children and all that, and then they want to bring that to your life. And it's like, but I did it the right way, and I'm, I don't have any. But if you seek God on. first, let that be foremost of your life. The perfect man will come. When I'm 90, like you said, right? I don't know. But whenever it comes, if it comes, it'll be on time. And by that time, he probably will have other kids and stuff. That's the only thing. No. I'm telling you, that, but that's God what I'm saying. We are surrounded by this. already have kids. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying, though? It is kind of, I, okay, well, no. I think some other ladies in here might understand. It's, in real it's life, hard. In real life, it's not that way. In the worldly life, it's that way. Because most men hate women, and they're trying to get something from them, and they think sex is love and it's not. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of them, they can be pretty convincing in the way that they put things. Not if you're seeking the kingdom of God. Right, no, I, I get what you mean, and like I said, when you reject it, you get, there's this term they like to use, that you're frigid. And it's like, no, you can be as open as they come. It's just, I'm not going to do that with everybody. Yeah, say goodbye. We're not meant yeah. for one another. So, but anyway, I just wanted to say that was kind of the point I was trying to make where it's tough because you wonder if something's wrong with you. Not if you're seeking God first. Okay. Really? I think she- yes, yes, ma'am. Oh. And then pass it to this young man. Um, my question is in regards to the young man over there. Um, so <laughs> what do he tell his mate? <laughs> like... Because I think you told her similar things, like to leave and yes. separate from that situation and give it a year. Um, what What is he going to go home and say to his mate behind that? You know, he's going to tell her that he's well. been weak and he's okay. sorry about that, mm-hmm. and he needs to cut out the sex. He want to get to know her, and she know him, and he's going to move out. But when there's a child involved, I mean, how do you? The child just have to suffer. So who does this child go with? Because there's in in normal days they used to go with the father. Okay. But because they have all these crazy laws, they go with the mother now. But they should go with the father after three years old. After three. Yeah. Okay. All right. But he need to be honest with her. Right. Did you have a question? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, because she already know anyway that he's weak, and she hate him. And she's turning his kid away from him. Yes, sir. I think you might want to unpack the phrase seeking the kingdom first and his righteousness because Jesus, he definitely talks about the kingdom. And, yeah. And it's like uh, a kingdom, when we talk about that, we talk about getting to heaven and everybody wants to get there, right? But then Jesus gives us the prayer where... He teaches us how to pray where we say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What does that mean? It means that God's will is being exercised in lieu of you not exercising your will. So when you get to heaven, it's not going to be what you want to have happen. It's going to be what he wants. Because but I'm, I don't want them to wait to get to heaven to have paradise on earth. The well, kingdom of heaven is in us. Right. Well, that's and the you point need I'm... to live from within. Instead of without. Right. Well, that's the point that I was trying to get at, because you always talked about how the man is supposed to be Christ's representative here on earth. Yes. And how is it that just like when Jesus came down, he said, I don't come in my name, I come in my father. 
his name and I do his will. I do what is pleasing to him. It's not about, right. it wasn't about him. So I think you may want to try to unpack that in terms of What do you mean unpack the, it? Uh, give clarification or maybe give some examples. Of like what, that. for example? Um, in relation to a husband and a wife. Like you always ask the question on a lot of the videos I've seen on YouTube to the man is the man the head of, of your wife. wife. Yeah. And, what and everybody and everybody kind of waffles around it. They'll confess and avoid, but they won't just directly say yes. Right. They'll always bring in this worldly view of partnership. And to me, you know, in a kingdom, the king's will is the law. So on a certain what, what, level, on a certain level, the responsibility for the kingdom and how everything plays out has to fall on one person. But a lot of times when, like, in the world, when, when you confront a woman about premarital sex and things, and I noticed the lady just spoke a moment ago how she describes men as um, being <laughs> attacking, trying to have sex with them. It puts them in a position of being a victim but ultimately, if a woman has sex with a man, it's because she voluntarily did it. If, if, it, if it's any other case, that's rape. So it's at a point where the woman, even in the world, will not take full responsibility of her making that choice to be sexually active with a man. But if it's a worldly woman, her job is to destroy you. Right. But that's the and whole so point. So it is your fault that you allow her to destroy right. you. By having sex with her before marriage. Right. And if you love what's right, you're not going to do it. You're going to treat her the way she should be treated. I totally You're going to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. And the kingdom is inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would just say it's a matter of both parties in terms of seeking the kingdom to have a sense of humility where you can't, like me, prior to this understanding that I'm in agreement with you, you know, I had two children out of wedlock. You did? Yeah. Well, are you married now? No, I'm divorced. Oh. Yeah. And, um, are you having sex out of wedlock? Yes. <laughs> you having sex now? Yes. Well, he ain't no, no good. No, no, I, I, They were thinking you were a good man. <laughs> no. Talking no, all that mess. No. Well, he well, out there having sex out of wedlock. Well, well, I've been coming here for about three, almost four weeks now. He's having sex out of wedlock. <laughs> Already divorced. Have children. Why are you doing it now? Well, it was at a point the three weeks ago that I came, you said we needed to stop. And so when are you going to stop? Well, it was at a point of, of that that I decided to. When will you stop? Three weeks ago. So, so you haven't had sex in three weeks? Yeah. Anybody believe that? I got land in Arizona for you. But, what does it feel like to be up there lying? But, but the issue... Can you tell you lie? Yeah. In church. In church. But, but the issue... So you haven't had sex with that woman that you brought here, right? Yeah. In three weeks? Yes. And then you lying. <laughs> I don't believe that. You look like you lying. But, but, Doesn't he look like he lying? Where's that woman? She's uh, going to the doctor for I bet some medical is. treatment. Yeah, I don't know what it was. She didn't want to say. Yeah, yeah. You live with her? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, cut out the sex. Yes. Are you doing the prayer? No, but I do meditate in the morning. I spend about an hour just being awake. In the do the prayer. Mm-hmm. The silent prayer. Not yeah. video. All right. 
Okay, and cut out the sex, man. Well, the whole thing prior to not having sex was that when I looked at my former wife, I always described things in terms of being a victim. Like, I had plans for the future, and she foiled them, you know. And then she... Because you should not have had plans right, for the future. Right. You should be leading the way. Exactly. And then she claims to be a victim now that we're divorced, and it's everybody's playing a victim, and it's just at a point where you just have to kind of let go and take responsibility Right. For your life. But you got to stop having sex with that other woman. <laughs> and she's a white woman, right? Yeah, she's a white woman. You done left a black woman. <laughs> we already talked about that post traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> what a mess. I got to end. <laughs> Suffer and die. So let me tell you about faith. Uh, a person who has faith. Never doubt. Never, ever, ever, ever doubt. And that person welcome all situations because they know they have faith. They are a son or a daughter of God and they believe in God. And so they welcome the situation so that they can grow. They know it's not something to run from, but something to run to. And that's how you know you have faith. And you hear it in their language. A person with faith never doubts. And every circumstance is welcome. But if they don't have faith, then they, they worry, they, they're upset about situations, they want life to be the way they want it to be, and that's a person that has no faith. So you can tell in a person's language when they don't have faith. If you notice Donald Trump, the great white hope, he had faith. He never complained. He call it as it is. But he's a sociopath. Uh, that's what the children of the lie call him. That's what they're going to call you to when you start living by faith. Because without faith, you can't even please God. So you think that Donald Trump is a godly man? Yes. <laughs> he already answered my question. He thinks that Donald Trump is a godly man. He could not overcome the situations in life. He could not have beat during the primary if he wasn't a son of God. He wiped out, what, 15 Republicans first, right? Huh? 16 Republicans. 17. And then he wiped out the Democrats. And he wiped out the media. That's what's going to happen to you when you have faith. Because nothing can hold you back when you have faith. Faith is of God. And if you never doubt, Watch and see, and they're going to say, oh, she's a little sociopath. <laughs> they're going to call you names, too, because they don't want you to have that life. Really. And they're going to remember your whole path. I remember when she did this, and that's not who you are today. But they'll remind you, I remember when you lied or when you cheated or when you did this. But that's not who you are now. And they'll call you names, but you can't pay attention to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got to have faith. And the last thing is love. Remember last week we talked about love? How many of you say you love yourself? Amazing. Uh, you love yourself? You too, are you sure? So you did this. And you... <laughs> okay, real fast. Love yourself. Where do you get the love from that you love yourself with? 
it really came to me once I started listening to you more and coming here and really let it go of all anger because I was confusing love with ego. But where and do you get the love from that you love yourself with? I respect myself and I have that inner peace where I'm. Where do you get the love from that you love yourself with? Yeah, it would it would be God. Is he whispering to you? Yeah. <laughs> be quiet, man. Praise God. Yeah. Say God. But you're just taking a guess right now. Well, it, it's hard to explain because I can, no, I can feel simple. it. You feel it? I feel that just peace. I'm, it's, it's, it becomes easier and easier every day. When it's you were amazing. yelling at him with anger last night, did you have love? Not until he pointed out what I was doing <laughs> yeah. because I was doing it on a subconscious level. And I think that's why some of us answer that with we, we think we have it or we don't have it. Are we good people well, or not? Okay. It's because of that. You love your, where do you get the love from that you love yourself with? I was created to be a conduit of love. And somebody that made me that way wouldn't do it if I wasn't to be love. That's amazing. Who told you that? My soul. Oh, yourself lied. <laughs> so listen, you have love for yourself? No. You don't. Let me tell you this, and then we've got to end. He just told me I have three minutes now, right? Two minutes. Two minutes. Uh, you don't love yourself. You can't love yourself. You're not required to love yourself. Nor are you required to hate yourself. You don't love and you don't hate. Don't have any opinion of self. No opinion. You don't have love to give self. No one has love. Love only comes from God. We even love one another with God's love that's working through us. But don't have an opinion of yourself. Because one day you love yourself and then you hate yourself. And then you love yourself and then you hate yourself. Have no opinion. Just be. All right? So all you that think that you have love, you don't. You're not supposed to do that. Only God love. We cannot love. So change these opinions. Don't have any opinion about it. I have no opinion of myself. I don't see myself either bad or good. I don't love myself and I don't hate myself. I just live. And that's all he's required of you. And he will love through you. Isn't that amazing? So cut it out. Open with lying. <laughs> all right. So I, I encourage you to do the silent prayer. We like way over today. It's a holiday, so it's okay. Uh, make sure you go to silentprayer.video. If you need counseling, we have perfect counseling. So call the office for that. We'll be back on air tomorrow. Uh, we're back from the holidays until Christmas. And this Thursday night, we have the meetings form for men only at 7 a.m. 7 p.m. I mean 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, 7 p.m. This Thursday night. It's our last one for the year, so it's going to be good. All right, for men only. Um, so do the prayer. Make sure you donate. We need your donations. We got to move out of here, so we got to raise money for it. I think going to tear this building down. All right, so we need your donations, your tithes and offerings and stuff like that. And thank you all so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it.